Hello. Hello. Happy Monday. I think that's an oxymoron. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but it is Monday and it's not a horrible one. It, it's not a horrible Monday at all. Uh, so last night I spent a lot of time putting together the pieces of the podcast for that's up this week for our COVID adventures with Anna Marie. And I learned a lot of things. Oh, yes. What did you learn? <laughs> uh, my laugh is fucking annoying. Uh, that much, I know. <laughs> well, it's annoying to you. <laughs> it's annoying. That's all I heard. And I was laughing over people and it was just like, it was too much. It was overkill. And I felt that way before. And somehow it creeps back up there. I like to laugh. Like, it's fun to laugh, but sometimes it's intrusive. Well, when you hang around two funny chicks like me and Anna Marie, you're just going to laugh a lot. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so then I noticed that I say a lot of words repeatedly, so I had to cut them out. I learned that I don't know how to record in public spaces well, and I don't describe what I'm seeing for the audience. Hmm. Well, now, actually, when we were walking around at um, the rock garden, you know, I remember I was describing the, you know, the sizes of rocks and stuff yes. like that. That would be awesome if that made it to my phone. Oh. <laughs> so it did not. I could not find the file at all. Huh. It was gone, which sucks a lot because that place was awesome. Yes. It was. And to have a recording of the military dude Kimmel at Wright Patterson Air Force Base talk to us about the Randonaut app would have been really awesome, but the Randonaut app was on my phone, which was in the front seat with you and Anna Marie, who did not want to say we were Randonauting and he wanted to know what you guys were doing. <laughs> and he was, and you were both like uh, we're following the directions, but what are we following? Like, it was like you guys had no idea what words to say. Um, because the <laughs> guns were much closer to my face than yours. <laughs> so I just casually roll down my window and tell the truth about what we were doing. And then he's like, oh, okay, that would have been gold. Like, that would have been awesome to play. But the GPS and the app was on my phone that Anna Marie had. So, like, I've got to get another device to record on. And so I learned a lot. Well, and to be honest, I figured when he I said our GPS took us this way, it would have just been a, okay, make a U-turn and get the F out of here. But it was no. We're <laughs> going to ask you questions and we're going to hold on to your driver's <laughs> license. And we are going to walk your car. Like, that was some... <clears throat> I think there was an alien there. That's why they were like on it. You ain't coming in this base. Possibly. I'm telling you, I saw a UFO when I moved here and it was going to that Air Force base or coming out of there. I saw one. Damn it. I saw one. It's on a flatbed truck. It took up the whole highway. Like, I believe it. Yeah. So it could be that. I just know, like, I have frequented some Air Force bases and none of them required that much safety. I could just say, hey, I'm here to do this. Like Fort Knox. I didn't have a military ID. I said, such and such is graduating basic training. I'm going in. They're like, okay. And I was in a cab. Like there was nothing. Okay. Go into Fort Knox. Like it was no problem. 
Yeah, well, not so much. Not at right Pat. <laughs> nope. These days are different, though, too, for sure, than, you know, 1988. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anything prior to 2001 was a little freer. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But at least we learned some things, and mm -hmm. I guess that is our excuse to go and do another um, adventure so we can practice yeah. recording better. Yes. The, uh, the adventures are absolutely not going to stop. The podcast is never going to stop. <laughs> and, uh, and that's, uh, and, uh, I've got to stop saying that. I've got to stop. And so I just got to stop. Well, I don't think you're going to be able to stop. We'll have to replace it with something. Hmm. I keep trying that. to not have to clear my throat every time we record, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, my stomach just growled for you. Over here, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to eat me. That wasn't a cannibalism thing. No, Mondays, usually it's your stomach. Yes, normally Monday <laughs> about 6 o'clock, right before we're going to record, I get starving and my stomach starts growling. So the one day a week that I make sure I eat in the middle of the day is Monday. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so there, there I go, go again. again. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the most favorite place. I don't know if I had a favorite place. I really liked the um, oddity shop. I was a little bummed that the owner wouldn't talk to us, I have to say. I as well. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect her to take time, you know, for an interview or anything, but um, a hello, mm -hmm. uh, I think, would have gone a long way. Yeah. So. Agreed. Yeah, I was a little disappointed there, especially since she knew we were there. Mm -hmm. So. It's okay. It's now okay. I'm saying so. <laughs> <laughs> and the heart man, I love that. Heart man, it separated out on there with a heart around the A rock garden. Um, the part that we totally missed the recording on. Not we. I. 100% responsible. I. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's free. It's open to the public. Mm -hmm. It's in Ohio. It's not like we can't go again. Right. But I love these backyard sort of things that it's just people's passion and they do it. Absolutely. Um, to think that someone could take so much time to produce something so intricate and some of the pieces were quite large, and it was just in this residential neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And you could see it from the street, but I don't think maybe the side street you'd stop and really look. But from the front of the house, it just looks like, oh, they've got some, you know, like cat houses or something <laughs> <laughs> out there in the yard. You really don't notice what it is until you get back there. Yeah, over on that side, maybe squirrel. Not cat. They were smaller. Maybe squirrel houses. Right. Something small. <laughs> but yeah, they were definitely, it was definitely neat to see. And um, neat that people have taken it upon themselves to restore it as mm -hmm. well. That, you know, someone saw the value in it and keeping it, keeping it, you know, from disintegrating. Right. And we survived the vaccine. All was well. We did. We're good. <laughs> no fainting. No other worse side effects. 
possibly just some headaches and body aches? My arm hurt for a long time. Um, it The bump is now like pea-sized in there. It was like egg-sized, and it the, it's not red anymore, so it's all good. Well, I did not have it done in my dar- dominant arm. Um, I told them I didn't care which arm, but kind of motioned towards the left arm, so... Mm-hmm. Because I know shots typically hurt for a while. Well, I had just had a B12 injection in my left arm. Ah. So I didn't want to do that and have it doubly hurt. B12 was like no problem. So maybe I should have. Should have put the B12 in the right arm. So you could have got the (laughs) vaccine in the left. But that's all right. We have got it done. Out of the way. Mm -hmm. One more thing checked off. The more box checked. Mm -hmm. Preparing us for... Whatever adventures are ahead. Yeah, and you know, I've had this song clip in my head for so long. And I think now is the time to just share it with everybody. And so, should Prince's estate have a problem with me playing this clip? I guess that that's, you know, even better for us. Because we'll get a cease and desist letter that we can just share. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, there's something. So so while you're looking for it, though, I did watch a thing on Prince yesterday. Oh, yeah? And it said um, that he, on average, he released an album a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if they took all the recordings that are in his vault, mm-hmm. and it's thousands of them, pieces, not finished songs, that, and they continued at his rate, they could release albums through like the end of the century or something like that. Wow. Yeah. It's like a ridiculous amount of music hmm. that he would just um, listen to or, or come up with, create and lock it away for later. He just needed to get it, you know, down on paper, if you will. And um, his last album, he did not, it said he didn't release it when he was supposed to. So he toured under the name of an album that he didn't release. And from what I understand, it's being released now, and it's very timely for what's going on today. Yeah, I've been seeing it all over Facebook. Uh, it's Welcome to America, I think. I welcome think so. to the United States. I think it's Welcome to America. Something like that. Um, yeah, I am all about it. I have not got on the wait list for it yet. better now okay (laughs) as long as you feel better now i welcome the cease and desist letter (laughs) (laughs) so how's the swing set building wow (laughs) this has been a time-consuming adventure the instructions say it will take 10 i think it's 10 to 14 hours for two people to build the swing set and another two to four hours for two people to build the slide, the tube slide. We're four days in. Oh, we're not done. 
Um, we made good progress. I took a day off work mm-hmm. uh, to do it for family matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've been trying to do what we can in the evening after my son and I get home from work. And then we've also been dodging raindrops for the last few mm-hmm. months. So we did not get as much done as we wanted to. However, the roof is on. Ooh. It has been erected. You can see it from the front yard of my house. Wow. <laughs> it is. I don't know exactly how tall it is. I'll have to go back and look. But it is, I'm guessing, probably 15 feet tall. Holy Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All the neighborhood kids are going to know what we got. <laughs> oh, but that's something else. So the little boy that lives directly behind us, um, our backyard, the way it's um, configured, they are on a different street than me, but their their yard is completely behind mine. So um, anyway, they have a little boy over there, and he kept watching us build the swing set. And I knew he wanted to come over and play, and we really couldn't have him over there because it was all we could do to build the swing set well. We're trying to keep our two kids off of it, my two granddaughters. And um, so eventually we got to a point where they could kind of play. And so I brought him over to play and uh, no, didn't ask, just snatched the kid over the fence and brought him over. Anyhow, um, we had to bring him. He was back over there later and we couldn't bring him back over. And he was whining, you know, kind of at the fence. And his grandpa asked me about my old swing set, where I got it from. And um, because they had also they had a trampoline. Let me back up. They had one of full size trampoline that for the last two seasons have completely driven my granddaughter crazy because she wants to go over there and jump. Of course, I'm not going to let her go over and just jump in someone's backyard. So anyway, uh, they very rarely would invite her over. And uh, so now this little boy, you know, comes over. Now, Grandpa's asking me about my old swing set, where I got it and how much he liked it and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I gave the neighbors our old swing set. Oh, how nice. Yeah. So uh, when my son took it down, we knew we wanted to just give it to someone. Um, They have a lot of friends who are just having kids. So I figured one of their friends might like it. And so he just took it apart in a couple sections, not completely apart. So, you know, small enough that it could fit in the back of a truck or something. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all we had to do was hand it over the fence. They had this thing up in like a half an hour. I know, I was kind of irritated. I'm like, really? You guys have seen us out here working all weekend on this swing set. And then they'd even stop and ask Kenny, like, well, where does this go? And I'm like, he is effing busy. (laughs) You kidding me? I'm giving you a swing set and you're still going to ask for help. So, (laughs) When you're done with that one, come on over. You know, I was kind of hoping that maybe, you know, do you need a hand? No, that didn't happen, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, and then it's kind of weird. They don't. Um, English is a second language. And so the ones that live directly behind me, um, the parents of the little boy, their English isn't really great, but, um, grandpa lives the next house down and he's the one that comes over and talks to us. And, uh, so I kind of thought maybe, you know, dad or mom would have something to say. Nope. They just waved and grandpa continued to talk to us. So it's just kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Thought that might be a nice little iceberg because I really don't like the man that lives right behind me. He's kind of a jerk, and uh, his wife is super nice though. So I thought that might, you know, 
break the ice a little bit. And I know they've been very loud a couple times that uh, I have been over there. Yeah. Yeah. So if nothing else, I got something on them. <laughs> Look, take them a swing set back unless you're quiet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping it will just smooth things in the future. I have a sneeze that's working on coming out. I'm trying. So this, God bless America. This adventure, as short as it was, like opened up so much goodness. And it was just one little short trip to Dayton. But mm-hmm. but it felt so good that other stuff was like, oh my goodness, look at this, look at this, look at this. So we just need to adventure all the time. Absolutely. That's, it. That's all we're doing. Okay. So I made little postcards. They're going to be in by Thursday. I'm excited. Uh, I spent a great deal of time making caricatures of us. I, d- well, I did not draw them. So... It was a process that included Barbara almost numbing her face, smiling <laughs> so much, <laughs> and then transferring it <coughs> from app to app to get it. But I think they're adorable, and well, yeah, because it's of our faces, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Ready to go. We're gonna send them out, and we're gonna be fifty-year-old traveling goofy broads like that's it yeah of course only one of us is 50 i'm not 50 yet december (laughs) december oh we're gonna be (laughs) you got a little bit more i know i'm old (laughs) that's all right i'm the one with the snow on the roof Mm. speaking of so this is neat. So I picked my mom up. I, me, my mom, and my oldest granddaughter went to lunch yesterday. And I picked my mom up, and she always covers her head when it's chilly outside. Always has. So she gets in the car, and she's got a you know sweater with kind of a bulky hood. And I don't even really notice her hair because, you know, we're in the car, and the hood's all up around her neck. Mm-hmm. Until she says, what do you think of my haircut? And she leans forward. She cut a bunch off. My mom has kind of like a long pixie cut now. Wow. I know. So um, she's debating on letting her natural uh, gray grow out because you can see a lot of Mm -hmm. it now that she cut off lots of hair. Um, So. Oh, you've inspired her. Maybe. So we're not (laughs) sure what's going to happen there yet. But yeah. Nice. So that was kind of it. I've never seen my mom with the hair this short. I mean, she typically keeps, you know, it like a chin length bob kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I've never seen her with her hair this short ever. Mm-hmm. I've known her my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of neat. I don't know. Yeah. She decided to just do something new. She told him she wanted to cut four inches off. And so they did. And she's like, huh, that's it. They, she, they said, you want to go more? She said, let's do it. Look at that bravery. I know. I have cut my hair a couple times in a pixie style, and I regretted it both times. Uh, My hair, let's see, 
I think the last time my hair was above my shoulders, my daughter was in like fourth grade. She's turning 28. <laughs> <laughs> so Anna Marie mentioned last week how much she loves the fishing report. And we have not done that for a while. Oh, do I have a good update for you then? (laughs) Let me clear my throat. Let me get ready for this. (laughs) So I have, it's a game with the fish and myself trying to get them in the boat, trying to keep them in the boat. I don't really know what the end goal was, but I'm proud to report I have won. (laughs) I've had a fish jump out of the boat kicking and screaming. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, now I'm saying so. <laughs> a needle pulling thread. Anyhow, there is Dave. And I think Dave is Irish fish. And I think at one point I talked about him and I mentioned how he broke the rules. So I'd come up with some rules um, that most of the fish follow. And this one did not. So his name was Dave, not David. Mm-hmm. He was divorced, not a widow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. His daughter was not 15. Um, I think she was like 11. Um, they tend to be 15-year-olds They're if they have children. Um, so anyway, this fish just did a lot of stuff that the other ones didn't and kind of made me rethink some of my rules. So anyway, he... Um, just to recap, his pictures were very pretty. Modeling style photos looked like something that would come out of, you know, a picture frame. Um, he lived in an A city in Ohio, which um, I've also determined that's one of the rules they typically, not typically, a good portion of them will pick a city that starts with the letter A. I'm guessing because they just Google cities in Ohio. And mm. pick one at the top of the list. So I get Ashley, Amanda, Amlin, and Alexandria are all cities in Ohio I've gotten. And some of them from the same city multiple times. Anywho. So he was from one of, one of those. Anyhow. So he was an architect. He was the second architect I had. Mm. The first one was um, Andrew. Andrew Williams was the first architect, and this is Dave Andrew. Oh, how interesting. Yes. So I initially thought that they might be one and the same, because some of these people most definitely are the same people or the same group, mm-hmm. um, something like that. So, a needle pulling red. I'm just going to do that every <laughs> time now. Because I think that there is an organization or the same people, I try to outsmart them. So I told this Dave about the other fish that I had had. And um, of course, I didn't tell him that they were fish, but I told him I've dated other men from the site. I told him that there was another architect and even told him that my other architect also went to Turkey. So he went to, the first one went to Cyprus and then Dave was actually going to Turkey for a job. And I cautioned him to be careful when he left because of, you know, the last architect that went to the region and he didn't come home. 
So he promised that nothing would happen to him. He promised nothing would go wrong, which of course I just not knew that I could lock that away for later when something <laughs> went wrong. So he is getting ready to leave to come home. Everything seemed to go well. I'm thinking, what the heck? He hasn't asked me for money or anything. And then I don't hear from him for a minute. Uh-oh. And yes, <laughs> well, he got arrested. Mm. Just like the other architect. Well, this one, he had tried to transfer the money to pay the workers. And something got messed up on the online transaction and his bank account was locked. No, I'm not talking about the British fish. This is a whole nother fish that had online banking troubles lock his account. So yes, they use the same story on me. So he needed like $15,000 more to pay the workers so he could leave. Oh, and he's messaging me from jail. They gave him his laptop so that he could communicate with me to help secure his release. I told him that I couldn't come up with a 15000 but I could probably do five, which he thought was fine. He talked to the guards, and the guards agreed that that was enough to release him. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Anyhow, on the way to the bank, I was in a wink-wink accident. So I did not reply to him again for a while. And he then texted me on my phone. And I thanked him for doing so because I was in the hospital and did not have access to my tablet where the dating app was that we were communicating through or the um, the texting app. He doesn't believe that I'm in the hospital, first of all. So luckily, a couple of days later, I go to the gynecologist for a doctor's appointment. And I think I mentioned that on here that I took some pictures um, in a hospital gown in front of some equipment to make it look like I was in the hospital. And then I was able to, on demand, pull those pictures up later. So I was able to determine later on that he did, in fact, believe that I was in the hospital. I love how you think, because I would have never thought of doing that. You are so good at this. <laughs> well, and then that I was patient enough to just hold on to them, because I wanted mm -hmm. to share them right away. But I'm like, no, just hold on to it. Um so anyhow, I had told him that, you know, I was in the hospital and that I would still try to get him the money. And of course, in the meantime, I have contacted the bank. Um, you know, they've told me not to send any money, which of course I was not. Then I stopped messaging him back. At that point, I had some personal issues. That's when my dad had um, fallen and he was first coming home. So I had a lot going on and just didn't have time for this nonsense, honestly. Mm -hmm. Then when he contacted me again to see why it had been so long, then I let him know that I was still in the hospital, but I had actually been in the ICU in a medically induced coma because a blood clot had come loose from my leg. Yes, the leg that was broken in the car accident. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't couldn't talk to him. And he would say things like, well, the doctor should have alerted me. And, you know, so then I could come back very logically and say, well, you're not my next of kin. You know, they're not going to tell you anything. Mm -hmm. And eventually he didn't want to play my game anymore. And he would just, he told me to stop coming up with excuses. I said, okay, no excuses, just no. And I pretty much shut it down. Like I just didn't have the time mm -hmm. to, to play his BS games anymore. Then a couple of days would go by. He randomly would send me a message that would just say, you're heartless. Or he would call me wicked. 
And the messages I would get would seem to coincide with me connecting with other people on the dating app. Your face is on a billboard somewhere or a pin board. Oh, I, at the I agency. know it. There's, yeah, there is a call center somewhere, <laughs> and somebody gets to ring a bell if they get any money out of this, out of me. I just know it. But that's also why I'm somewhat honest with them and tell them about some of the other people so that I come off more genuine as well. So this went on though for at least two weeks where. I would just randomly get a message that would call me wicked or heartless. Um, and then I would say things to him. At first, I would be very supportive back. Like, you know, I don't wish any ill of you. I don't know why you say things like that to me. And um, then I just, then I just turned into a, a second grader and it was all name calling back. So I called him a useless sponge. Um <laughs> Uh, what else have I called him? A loser. Uh, but it would just be one word insults. And so then one day I told him, I said, you sure do spend a lot of time thinking about someone you hate. And the hook was reset. Reel him in. Reel him back in. <laughs> I sure the hell did. And I told him how I would have taken care of him if he wasn't so mean and that he was telling me how he loved me and I had broken his heart, all this kind of BS. So again, got him back on the hook. So now, now what am I going to do? I'm out of the hospital. He knows that. Mm -hmm. So I got to, I'm not going to send him money. So I tell him I'm concerned that it's a scam and they're not really going to let him go. And well, here's what prompted me to do that. I looked up the Turkish embassy and not because I was actually going to contact them, but just because I wanted to give them an, a telephone number for the embassy or something. I didn't know exactly what I wanted when I started Googling it. This things, these things just kind of happen or come to me as I go. But there's questions like on a Google search, all these questions pop up and all these women were on there saying, I have a friend that is stuck in the country and can't get out. Mm. I have someone that has a medical issue and can't be released from the hospital. And it kind of dawned on me how many people they're doing this to and how many are clearly falling for it, that they would contact an embassy and actually ask these questions. Wow. Right. Now, the embassy has answered none of them, by the way. <laughs> So I tell him that I have contacted an international affairs attorney, which infuriated him. He asked me if I was stupid and why I wouldn't just listen to my man. He's telling me what I need to know. And, you know, I tell him these people are scammers and this is to my only way to ensure that he gets home. He doesn't like that idea. So then my ideas expand. So I tell him that we have a joint Air Force group out of, oh, how do I say it? I think it's in Kilrick, um, is the Air Force base in Kurlik. Sorry, in Kurlik is the Air Force base there in Turkey. And they have a British, Turkish, and American presence all at that base. <laughs> so I tell him that they're going to come and deliver the money in person because, well, oh, I did tell him that I contacted the bank and that that is not a business account. It is a personal account. So I can't send them that money. And he tells me, oh, honey, that's that's the head of the, the workers. And it's his account. 
said, no, I'm not sending it to them. We will have the military, the Air Force will bring the money to them and they will take you then back to the Air Force base to catch a rock. And now he's freaking out even more. Why would I do this? And then he tells me, you know, I'm not a U.S. citizen. I said, I know when you told me that, that's when I got the idea (laughs) because there's a British contingent there as well. And again, he's just getting more and more angry and calling me names. He sends me a British passport that is definitely fake. Oh, and it had a different name on it. So Mm. I'm able to say, why is this not your name? And why are you a different age? So I had all kinds of things. The more information he gave me, the more I was able to turn it on him. And eventually he told me, I wish I would have written it down. I screenshot it somewhere, so I'll put it up. But he said, you can keep your money. Honey, don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Honey is what I called him. But but honey, I need you to come home safe. And honey this and honey that. And he said, you can keep your money. Honey, don't want it. Barbara won. (laughs) I have won. I am the fish champion. Um, So then... I would keep sending him messages, though, like, honey, are you there? What city are you in? And um, because he says that, you know, I can't bring the military there. And I'm like, well, he says they won't tell him what jail he's in. I'm like, well, what city are you in? We'll find you. Then I'm like, honey, are you there? What city are you in? And then, darling, it's getting late. They're going to have to do this tomorrow. I haven't heard from him since. I think he might have been a fake person. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So now during all this, I was super excited when it started going this way because like, I could see he was sending me like rapid texts were coming so fast. It was hilarious. My son didn't really know how much I was doing this because (laughs) it's not something you want your son to know. Anyway, I was giving him and my daughter-in-law the report because I was super excited when this was going down. And he looks at me with a straight face and he's like, Mom, you need a better hobby. (laughs) It's great. It's content. It is is content. Um, I've got a couple on there now. Um, There's another one. His name's Harry. Harry is an African man. I mean, from Africa, um, his skin color is as you would expect an African man to be. Although when you look on his profile, it says he's Caucasian. So that, that's the new funny. We're working on that one now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if other countries call white people Caucasian. I wonder if he knows what that means. Well, the other option is black slash African descent. So hmm. I, he told me he's from Africa. I think he knows African descent. True. So Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't told him about that flub yet. <laughs> That's next, though, because I'm catching him and stuff already. But he, he professed his love greatly towards you. They always do. Yes. <laughs> but he's still continuing to update his profile on the dating site. And he doesn't... Like, I've told him that I caught him doing that. And he's like, yeah, but that's because I got a new phone. And I'm like, you're not getting it. But it's okay. (laughs) He's slow. (laughs) 
So he's slow for content, but it should be good. Okay. So, yeah, there's the fishing report. Nice. <laughs> that one's for you, Anna Marie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Last week was a great week and I had a whole lot to say and I'm like, I have all of this stuff. And now, like, I didn't write it down and wah, wah. that's all right. I have stuff. What do you got? So this is, we're coming into the best week of the year, in my opinion. It is jam-packed with stuff. So April 19th, National Garlic Day. Okay. I love garlic. I'm Italian. It's some good stuff. April 20th, 420. This is a celebration of all things cannabis. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I have a grow tent in my house now. We'll get back to that in a minute. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know what we're going to be doing. Um, it has no cannabis. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but now 420 is also, now think about cannabis. You smoke of the medicine, you get of the munchies. 420 is National Cheddar Fries Day. Mm. And pineapple upside down cake day. Okay. I think that makes total sense. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to go for cheddar fries or pineapple upside down cake when I partake in the medicine, but I can see where other people would. And cookies are usually readily available at your house. Usually. (laughs) There's usually something. Um, Then we have April 21st. The day I was put on this earth. Ta-da! Ta-da! Followed by my true favorite holiday, Earth Day. Ta-da! Ta-da! Um, Earth Day is only a couple years older than me. It was started in 1970, so just a few years before I appeared on said Earth. Then, too, you've got National Take a Chance Day on the 23rd. That's all about us. That is all about us. That is, what have we done? You know, we decided to take a chance. What did we have to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Because, you know, we don't know if you tune in or don't tune in. We're still here talking. Yapping it up. Yapping it up. Episode 31 right here. Nice. Very close to a year coming up. Wow. Yeah. So we took a chance. You can too. April 23rd. Take a chance. What do you got to lose? Just do it. Just do it. And then... The 24th is National Skipping Day. So as I was reading this, it says skipping is a great exercise. It targets almost all muscle groups, burns fat, and builds stamina. I was like, that's it. I'm skipping everywhere we go from now on. What the hell? Because that's something you'd expect from a goofball like me anyway. I'm known to skip from time to time. It's not till I got all the way through all this, I realized they were talking about jump rope. Ah. Yes. So it is skipping rope. (laughs) Why they didn't say that until I got down into like well into the meat of the article. They were talking about how the Egyptians would use vines to skip. Hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, vines. And then I was reading about double dutch. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, they're talking about skipping rope. Anyhow, probably not going to skip rope. But if you see me skipping down the street, I still think maybe skipping's a good thing. Well, you know, I have a concern for you about skipping everywhere that you go. Because because, I'm clumsy? Yeah. So so I could just see somebody say, hey, Barbara. And you're like, 
on the floor because <laughs> you you looked the other way. <laughs> so, well, it's jubilant to skip everywhere. I am concerned <laughs> for you. <laughs> well, I would have much better luck skipping down the sidewalk than actually skipping rope because, like, I never could figure out double dutch, like, mm-hmm. ever. I, in elementary school, before I moved to the small town in Iowa, we had the jump rope for heart every year. Mm -hmm. I was a mad person. Like, I was always going way longer than anyone else. Like, that was my shit. And I could double jump. Like, I had it all. Like, I could do crisscross everything. I was down. Now my knees, not so much. My knees would probably say, what the fuck? Now, I could jump with my own jump rope, but I could never do the tricks like, you know, you have your friend jump in, jump out. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm i a singular kind of person. Like, I could jump I could do for this hours. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't like jumping mm-hmm. in general, but. My boobs don't like it when I jump. <laughs> uh, where my stomach used to be doesn't like it either. <laughs> um. Not gonna be doing that, but I like hmm. the idea. So we might try putting some skipping in places. Okay, perfect. Yep. So, would you like to know about my grow tent now? Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm quite interested in why you have a grow tent. So I uh, work. I do the voices, the voice for Tranquility Salt Cave, which is exactly what it sounds. It's a cave made of salt that's in a building. They put the salt in there. Anyway, it's like meditative whatever. So they have a sauna there, and it's the infrared sauna, and it's kind of expensive to go there, and they're not open at night. So to get in while I'm able to, they're closed, so it doesn't work. So I've been on the hunt for a sauna, and someone that I know very, very well has built one, and he had one, but he wanted to build a bigger one. And when, and so I purchased his old one and he came and installed it this weekend. And I didn't really get the size and magnitude of this thing. It's like staring at the sun. And so I zipped myself into my grow tent <laughs> the first time this morning. And the inside is all reflective and it has four lights on the top and four lights on the bottom with this remote control that he rigged up. So you like, and number one, it puts on the first two, the top two lights. Number two is the bottom two in front of me. Then three is the top two in the back. And then four is the bottom two in the back. And you just sit there. He suggested 15 minutes every other day till your body gets used to it. And I can tell you after two minutes, whoo doggy. So it is just light bulbs. It's not a steam sauna. It is not steam. It's far far infrared lights. They're like amber colored. Okay. And uh, yeah, he suggested to bring water in there. And uh, the remote control rig that he built for this has a hook on it. I don't have any cups with a hook on it. He showed me his and it was a metal... uh, insulated thing with a hook on it. And he's like, just get one of these because you're going to need water while you're in there. So you don't die. And uh, so I only had one without uh, 
and it's metal. And I went to pick it up to get a drink and that was not good. So thankfully he told me to bring towels in there. And so I had to like open it up with towels. So well, when you said metal, mm-hmm. I was questioning like, <laughs> that's going to be hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. Well, I, you had initially told me you were getting a sauna and as the property management person for the apartment <laughs> complex that you live in, I got to tell you, I was like, what the hell kind of damage is she going to do with all this steam in there? But, I, you know, you, I'm the supportive friend. <laughs> so I just decided to wait and see. And now I'm, okay, I, I am taking a bit of a sigh of relief that you're not steaming up the upstairs yes. of your apartment. You can see it from the front living, from the window in the front bedroom. So I'm just waiting for the maintenance guys who I know, they they know what a grow tent looks like. <laughs> okay, so which reminds me, did he make the sauna out of a grow tent? Is that why it's a grow tent? Or he? So he wanted a sauna and he didn't want to have the expense of one of those big wooden ones. And he wanted lights and not the steam. Okay. So he found this manual of how to do it. And he's like, I had no idea that grow tents are the same thing. And you just put up lights. So it it is huge. It is uh, five foot one direction, three foot the other, and six feet tall. Like it's... You have a room. I have a room. (laughs) I have a room. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is a struggle to zip myself in there a little bit until I get used to it. But um, (laughs) yeah, because it's not made for a person to be in. So it's not like the double sided zipper. Oh, so you have to kind of like put your arm outside and. Yeah. And then like wiggle it to it's almost closed. Oh, gotcha. But you need enough room to put your hand in to unzip it or you're fucked. Because you're going (laughs) to sit in there and cook like a turkey. I live alone. (laughs) (laughs) Note to self, get rid of a turkey baster. (laughs) So it's funny that you say that because he showed me pictures of this new contraption that he built himself. And each corner has six lights going down. And I'm like, for your birthday, I'm getting you a turkey timer to put in your belly button. (laughs) So that you know when you're done. I... I really am afraid he's going to cook himself. Like, I don't know why that many lights are necessary, but whatever. It's all good for him. (laughs) Now, I, in my, so next time you come to my house, in the master bedroom, in the master bathroom, there's actually a light above, there's a heat lamp that goes above the, um, like above the toilet. Mm. So there is a... I have heat lamps in my basement. I don't ever use them, but there is one fixture in that bathroom that is designed for heat lamps. Interesting. Yep. So you can turn it on and cook yourself when you get out. (laughs) It's like the hamburger light. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like a floodlight. And he said, you know, don't worry if you get it wet, it won't crack. I guess the top of it is made by Pyrex, so it's protected. It's made to be in a sauna environment. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he over-researches everything, so I'm good with whatever. Yes, I'm, I'm sure if, if he said it was safe, then it's safe. Yeah. The only concern that I had for the apartment 
is knowing the wiring because if you plug in two space heaters in the same circuit, the breaker is like done. Yeah. But he figured out how to put these on surge protectors and do like he told me in detail how many volts each one was and how it cut down by this remote control jobby that he had. Like he had it all figured out and it works fine. And see, oh, <laughs> you you refer to it as a jobby. So I know that <laughs> part of what he told you kind of got lost in translation. If he was telling me, it would have been like Charlie Brown listening to the teacher. Like, womp, 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 womp. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But uh, I have also never felt the need to sit in a sauna. Okay. Well, if you do, come on over. <laughs> to your little turtle heat rock. Yeah. So I really want you, the next time the guys are over, go up in the bedroom so they watch you go in there <laughs> so that they see it. That's what I want so bad. Okay. <laughs> Hanging out in Rose's grow operation, that's all. What you growing? Leg hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm getting furry this summer, I think. <laughs> She's going to do it. She's going to do it. Throw caution to the wind. My thing, when you get furry, you get itchy and scratchy. Or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> you do have one other cool thing that I heard about that I wanted to tell you about. Say it. Say it. I shall speak it. <laughs> I have to change my paper so you're going to hear some rustling. Sorry. We are here in Ohio. Um, one of our Ohio proud um, bands is the Black Keys. Mm. They're from the Akron area. Uh, kind of indie rockers. I like the Black Keys. They're quirky. I like quirky people. They are quirky. So Patrick Carney is the drummer for the Black Keys. And of course, like I said, they grew up here in Ohio. He's a Cleveland Indians fan. And there is a drummer that plays um, at the games. And it's kind of like the, not like a rhythmic drumming or not like musical drumming. It's more like, um, like a, what am I trying to say? Like, like a war hmm. drums, okay. like war drums. Um, anyhow, so he plays this big drum, you know, at opening day. And this man, his name is John Adams, had to have heart surgery. And so he was going to miss the first opening day in 48 years. Oh my goodness. Yes. He's been there every year for 48 years. And so Patrick Carney being the Cleveland Indians fan and good Ohio boy that he is flew in to cover. Oh my goodness, that's yep. awesome. They told him that he could, you know, change it up if he wanted. And he didn't feel that that was respectful to what John had been doing. And so he was just going to do the same old thing. So on April 5th for opening day of Cleveland Indians, um, rock star Patrick Carney came up to fill in. That is the best. Yeah. Um, took no payment for it. And uh, they do have new music coming out. April 15th is supposed to be their new um, new album. Happy birthday. That's his birthday as well. Mm. So that's when it's coming out. So, yay. Good news. Yeah. I just thought that was really yay. cute. It is great. Yes. So I want to, well, let's go over the good news. Okay. The, the happy 
part of this, the bright spots, the bright side. I can't, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. So Rose has learned some lessons about recording. (laughs) That's, that's number one. It can only get better from here. So 30 episodes in, we're still learning. (laughs) You know, at least we are able to learn and grow, uh, and all of that goodness. So, uh, Barbara won against a fish. Cha-ching! I am the winner! <laughs> uh, the Black Keys is awesome. They are. Come on over if you want to sit in a grow tent. Whenever. Um, start saving your money in case we need to get legal counsel when princes people come after Rose. I think it'll be a cease and desist letter at first that I will proudly post everywhere. And I will humbly say I'm sorry. I respect Prince greatly and I won't do that again. Yes. And it'll be good for all of us. Yes. To get some. Which is why it's still under the bright side. Yes. Uh, So I want to give the phone number for people to call with their goodness. Oh, yes. I have it now. It's on my phone right yeah. here. 614-710-4276. You guys can really call it now. You don't have to be shy. Well, they say that you have to say it three times in a commercial. Oh, okay. So we'll need to repeat that 614 number several more times. 614-710-4276. Seven I'll say it again. <laughs> 614 Seven one zero four two seven six four two seven six. Dial it. Say something. Share it with us. We'll put it on the air. You can be crazy with us. Because you're crazy anyway. Yeah. You can email us and we can read it. You can send us a voice memo through email too if you know all about the tech stuff barbara probably couldn't retrieve that but i can it's uh, <laughs> barbara will read your smoke signals though you want to send me some of those <laughs> hello at brightsidedcrazy.com or rose at brightsidedcrazy.com or barbara at brightsidedcrazy.com so tell us where we should adventure what we should not miss What's awesome in your neighborhood? Inspirational stories that you heard about? Share them. Don't be stingy. We've already had one adventure in April. We think we might be able to sneak in another quickie adventure coming up. We've already got trips out of state planned for May. And I think September Mm -hmm. needs to fill some others in there, so... Yeah, the May one is top, top secret, and we're dropping little hints here and there, so if you want to follow along, this one, like, I feel like the lessons learned from last week is going to make this, like, the whipped cream on the pumpkin pie. Like, that's it. It's going to be good. (laughs) So, we're not sure what we're going to do yet, but there have already been a couple clues dropped, so keep listening. I want to come up with something special for anybody that figures it out, or whomever figures it out. Yep. 
That would require you interacting with us as well, though, however. Yes, <laughs> because although I do have some psychic ability, I'm not going to know who thought of it first enough to send you a gift. Correct. Yeah. Oh, your your uh, birthday gift when this man came over yesterday to connect this grow room. Uh-huh. He was freaking amazed by this. I really don't know what you're going to do with it. But I was like, this is some kind of witchcraft shit right here. Watch this. And he's like, oh, my God, I don't know how that works. So Brainiac doesn't know how this works. Oh. And this is your gift. Mm. <laughs> well, that's all right, because I can't figure out basic technology. So, Oh, it's, no, it's low tech. Okay. Yeah, you can do it. Sweet. How it works, I don't know. I'm it excited. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> now I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> So that's it for today. Enjoy your week. Communicate with us. Don't be shy. Yes, because as you know, I'm down a fish. So I have. I need some people to talk to. And I need people to talk to. Uh, I need places to go. And I need cookies. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Bye.